Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> up on Ted Lasso last night and one of the episodes it ended in Radiohead and every time I hear a song off of OK Computer I have to sit and listen to the entire damn album and I, so one good. of those albums because Gamma Police <laughs> arrest this man he talks in maths he buzzes <laughs> like a fridge he's like Radio. Going right to the chorus. Yeah. This is what you get. This is what you get when you mess with us. Mm-hmm. Welcome to page seven. This is what you get when you mess with us. Yeah, you fuckers. get a, an, an episode. <laughs> yeah, you get an episode. And I'm standing right behind you. Don't look. Ooh. No, he spooky. is not right yes. behind you. Spooky. Right behind you. We're spooky season and it really is you know those albums in your life that the second you hear just a part of a song you're like fuck now I gotta sit I gotta listen to the entire album or I'm gonna think about it until I listen to the entire album Mm -hmm. that album that and honestly the one before it too the Benz or whatever that they both are like the sound of winter in Charlotte in high school for me (laughs) like that is they just exude that feeling of like driving in the car you know, you're like, fuck, I gotta get Christmas presents, I don't have any money. <laughs> and my presents. And Jamie left me, and Emily left me, and I'm mad about Oh, no, it. no one left me because they didn't come to me in oh, the first place. Oh, they can't leave when you never come. Alone. Yeah, it was yeah. just <laughs> very funny, though, when Jeff got out of the shower, and I was laying on the bed, staring up at the ceiling, listening to exit music from film, and I put the lights on all purple, and he was like, I don't know if I can, it, Jackie, it's a Tuesday. I'm just, <laughs> what's go, what's happened? I was like, I just, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just had to listen to OK Computer. Do you have, like, beautiful. like, stage lights? Do you have, like, a series of gels that you can alter the 
color of, of your room based on your moods? Dude, yes, kind of. <laughs> Jeff has hooked it up. Our room is filled with different, he's big into mood lighting. So they're all like app based. Honestly, I, I, I'm not a shill hound here, but you can get them on Amazon for pretty cheap. And like, it's just all based on an app and you can put them in any kind of color. You can also make them like go with the music that you're Ooh. playing. It's it's kind of like, it, it changed my world in a way of like, I thought that that was like, there's no way I could ever afford something like that. But you can get four of them for like thirty dollars. Wow. Dude, I've got man, this hatch. We got this hatch for the baby. I have you a got baby a hatch. Yeah. It's a little light thing. And oh my God, it's changed my whole world. You can listen to the rain. Here in LA, it don't rain. So you can create it the fake rain. rain here. And you can control it with your phone. And you just sit in there and just like, oh, I just I sleep to the sounds of different types of environments that make one fall asleep. That sounds As opposed amazing. to, you know, just like, ah, I want to be in your movie. You can be in my movie, but you got to come to my room. Don't make me come to your room. You know, that's what I hear on the streets all day with the LA. <laughs> they're you know always I mean? screaming it out there. They're always, and they're, it's at you, Holden, right? They're like, that's the man that will put me in a movie, right, Holden? Hey, did you hear weed's free? Yeah, I did hear it's free. You can buy lots of weed. Yeah, you can buy it anywhere. It's free, like just all morning long. And I'm just like, I know it's free. We all know it's free. You know what I mean? Just go to his room. Or what? Or don't, probably. But. I should bring you on to come do some of the Twilight voices. Because once <laughs> we get into the Volturi and all these Italian oh, accents, my God. it's rough uh, for me doing the Italian accents. I know that they don't sound like Mario, but again, they kind of do. Are you sure it's rough? Because I'm pretty sure we just had an episode like maybe last week or two weeks what ago. What are you talking where... about, Andrea? <laughs> oh. There's supposed to be multiple of them, and all I can do is, I'm talking like this. So if you have to do multiple and they're talking to each other, then some of them are talking like this. And then I just think it's too... It takes you out <laughs> of the battle that they're in the middle of, you know, like it takes you out of it. Yeah. But we're about to be done with Twilight and it makes me want to die. Bye, yeah. Because in one week, one week I have finished The Sopranos. I have now about to finish Twilight. And you guys know I hate finishing things. The worst. I hate it. I hate, I hate it. it. I hate I hate a closed tie. I, I don't it. want I will like loose ends. I like keeping it out there of like, oh, maybe I'll see it down the road. And maybe that's all nomad land that lives in my head. Oh, we'll just see you down the road. There's no goodbyes. I'm gonna start crying at the beginning of page <laughs> seven today. <laughs> How do you feel about right, that? Thinking from about new, from <laughs> an Oscar not an Oscar winning movie from two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> see you oh on God. down the road, MJ. <laughs> I want to start this off with a bang. And yes, we are going right back into talking about breast milk. Oh, no. I don't want to forget. Good Lord. Me. I thought I was the one who had to avoid Three it. Three weeks I mean, in here a row. We are again. Three weeks in a row. By the way, we did on cocktails last Monday, we did uh, breast milk white Russians, and they were delicious. I just I thought that this Fantastic was very interesting time. because a, a person named Ariel wrote in, and I just want to say thank you so much, who kind of like cleared the air on what we were discussing. All right. Ariel says, with regard to alcohol and breast milk, your milk will have the same concentration of alcohol as your blood. So, ba 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 ba, your milk won't get essentially like if you can, if you're sober enough to adequately care for the baby, your milk won't get the baby drunk. However, mm. as far as weed, there's a lot less research. But fun fact: 
Breast milk is full of naturally occurring endocannabinoids. They make the baby get sleepy and hungry. Yes, so all those milk drunk babies are actually milk stoned, motherfucker. He said, I use cannabis moderately since my nine month old was about eight weeks, and she has shown no ill effects, already walking, talking, and meeting her milestones. So overall, don't sweat the stuff so much. The human body is a beautiful system to take care of that baby. A couple of drinks or a few milligrams of THC. He won't hurt her and might help keep you sane. Yep. And he yeah. just needed to read all of this to you guys. It was like, that's so cool. And thank that's you so, so cool. much, Ariel, for sharing that with us. Yeah. Dude, hell yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, Lexi's just so anal, but I do, I, w- I would like, I wish you would slip a few milligies. Get some G's in there. And I've been, milligies. hey, I've been profiting off the boozy milk that she doesn't <laughs> feel comfortable feeding to the you baby. Gotta get I, in I mean, there. you know, and honestly, there were a couple times in those first couple months. I think we're finally uh, in some safer harbor now. Uh, thank God. But there was a little time there where I was just like, what if we just pretended it was the old days and I just put a little whiskey in the bottle? You know what I mean? <laughs> just a little bit, huh? Just a tiny amount. Man. It put us right out, us Zabrowski. So, yeah. you know, uh, we went to sleep. God That's should put more or whoever, the creator, whoever makes breast milk in the of the... You know, the, the higher power, whatever we believe in. Mm. Anyway, Shisha, make the, the lioness is mine, personally. Yeah, I love Shisha, the lioness. <laughs> what's, Cheryl's, <laughs> what's Cheryl's higher Milk. power, Jackie? So you've met her. Gaia. What what's Cheryl's higher power from Mama Gaia, yeah. Mama Gaia. Mother Nature, Mama Gaia. In any case, whoever it is who's in charge should put more cannabinoids in the breast milk because the babies yes. are too fussy to be as stoned as they should be. Can we put it in the water? I want everyone. I want endocannabinoids. <laughs> Put it on my bagel. I want it. It's a schmear. I want an endocannabinoid schmear. (laughs) My God. God, I'd kill for a bagel. Um, But we're not going to talk about (laughs) East Coast v. West Coast right now. We have other things to talk about. Like, what the fuck is going on with Tom Cruise's face? What is happening with him? I actually felt bad. I felt bad for the man it's because sad. everyone on the internet was like, yuck, yuck, wowie, wowie, wowie. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he doesn't look like, he looks different. I don't think he looks bad. He just looks, he does look drastically different than the last time a picture was taken of him. You felt bad that everyone was making fun of him, not that you didn't feel bad that he got his face blown up like a fit like the fish he likes to fuck? You know, well, I, I did may have, mayhaps have said that inside of the page seven. <laughs> That I said, maybe he's so sexually attracted to groupers that he wanted to look like one. And yes, I felt bad as I wrote it. But you know what? Our delicious grouper cheeks. Huh. Ooh, you throw grouper cheeks on a grill. Ooh, mama mia. Oh, I'll eat it. So maybe he's just becoming more delicious. Or maybe he is becoming a fish man. Have we thought about think, this? Okay, so that's one theory. Maybe he's slowly becoming a fish man from fucking fish, fish and that's what happens when you fuck a certain type of animal. You slowly turn into them. It gets which into I the agree blood. Endocannabinoids. It gets in the blood. <laughs> and endonoids. The endonoids get flow from the vagina of the animal into the man's penis hole. Fish, fish. And weirdly, and there's a suction that happens. We all yeah, know this. At first, a suction happens, yeah. and then before the other way, and so he's been receiving. So he could be just turning into a fish from fucking them. It could be a botched, or maybe not even just botched, but he's just it was a little blown out even just from a day after some plastic surgery. Could be uh, alcohol. Whoa! I'm gonna throw that out there. That looks like it does booze look like booze face. Bit, am I, I right? agree with you on that. Whoa. So that is an interesting theory, but I feel like booze face doesn't usually happen so quickly in months. So that's the thing. This October, 
this October photo in this article comp- and from 2020 compared to this is is baffling. Yeah, I would he say. does. I think. What if you think maybe he's just at the part of his life where it's like, oh, he's looking down the barrel of senior discounts. Which God, I can't wait for senior discounts. Oh, <laughs> that so maybe he didn't want to pay for the peanuts at the basketball game, baseball, baseball, baseball game. Maybe he didn't want to pay for him, and he kept them in his mouth. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe because he was hiding I, them in his mouth like a squirrel. He's a squirrel who likes to fuck I'm fish. not going to say, remember all the years when they wouldn't allow you to bring snacks into the movie theater and how many times I used being fat as a crutch, a beautiful crutch, to pretend like I was pregnant so that I could get whiskey and snacks into the movie theater. And they're not going to pat you down. And I'm going, <laughs> oh, Maron, oh, the baby and you just have to yell the baby every three steps and then they won't try to take your snacks away little airport bottles of whiskey falling out from under your shirt as you go. <laughs> oh I'm giving birth <laughs> I can I just also make a complaint about these I'm Please. so sick of these articles with random tweets from just a bunch of nobodies yes they just they pulled from the internet that's Stop. all the internet is now. It's all it is Reporters now. Reporters like, don't I report. I have to read these random morons tweets, and they're never that good. Like if it was the tweet was the story or like something like that, but it's always just like Tom Cruise, his face, wow, big. <laughs> the man is well, mean. Big. You're just like, yeah, I know. Random, like <laughs> what? I don't even know. Guy from like Nantucket. I guess we're just listening to what these people have to say. Why that's not? Why fi- Facebook? And you know, that's why your dad's voting for QAnon next week. If this whatever, was the you know old I mean? days, the way that like the Cosmo articles and stuff that we grew up on, and the Us Weekly articles and stuff, it would be like <laughs> they would have to inter- they would have to find like an expert. So yeah. they have to be like this. This Botox expert sure. says that that's definitely Botox, you know, or like this fish expert says he's not a fish yet, you know. Oh, but my like... God. He's going to be a fish soon, though. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? MJ, are you the fish expert that we need? I well, right now, I feel like a bit of a Botox expert expert because I've never been good at identifying the the the, the face things with the face jack he's making right now with the weird lips the i got big lips i look like darcy right now the thing that megan fox has but now that i'm watching real housewives of salt lake city i feel like i finally that is what did it solidified my understanding of what plastic surgery face looks like and so now i can say that (laughs) i feel you love jen shaw are you for jen shaw or against jen shaw i mean i wow i'm not caught up on season two breaks you i'm not caught up on season two uh, but I think two things. I, I'm team Jen Shaw, and also I think it's just hilarious that she's been indicted for fraud. Absolutely wonderful, <laughs> hilarious. I She is the worst, yet I'm definitely not team Mary. I've got to be Jen Shaw if I have to choose. I like Heather. I like I like all of them. I have no. It's like honestly, this is- Holden, you would love Real. I'm not a big Real Housewives fan. Me you neither. guys know it this. I'm not a hugely successful franchise for a reason. I but mean, Salt I think Lake for City, myself, this one, Salt Lake City, is the one. Salt Lake City, yeah, it ties the, your loves together. Yeah, it ties your love. You know, oh, I love the Mormons. <laughs> I'm very interested in the LDS faith. Me it's too. Very interesting. Yeah. I, I really like if you listen to Twilight and me breaking down my weird theories about Mormonism and how it comes to light through the ideas of Twilight. Check out our Patreon. Um, I've got. I just. But I've read a lot into it though. I accidentally keep following all of these. <laughs> 
mommy bloggers on Instagram not realizing that they're all Mormons. So like, like I just follow a lot of mommy bloggers on Instagram because I'm like, yeah, tell me how you organize your storage bench. And then the next thing I know, they're like, and I, when I'm stressed, I just read the scriptures. And then I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's why you have so many kids. But well, that's that HBO show about the, the lose weight church. It's like when you're hungry or, or when you are thinking about pray. food, pray. Yeah. And just like, I mean, I know. did that with, was that a cigarette church that I was a part of? Because last time I, <laughs> I lost a lot of weights because I was like, oh, you're hungry? Have another cigarette, Jackie. And where <laughs> did that get We should start the cigarette church. Let's start. <laughs> Okay, real quick, I want to just bring us back to the thing about the tweets, okay? So this <laughs> is so mad about the tweet. <laughs> I am, because I found something. I, I finally clicked the link to, to a tweet. The tweet has 88 likes. It has eight retweets. This is a tweet that they, in a newspaper, uh, online professional newspaper, page6.com, placed in their article as, like, definitive proof of people's reactions. This tweet is from someone called Little Ragu. <laughs> and here Jack, is the tweet they decided was. Name? Oh, no, it's me, a little ragu. <laughs> I write it, I write it. I say, oh, Tom Cruise, his face is so fat. <laughs> <laughs> little Ragu had this to say. I love these double negatives. This is just like when people come up to me and be like, my wife fucking hates the sound of your voice, but I really like your show. You know what I mean? Or whatever, you know, the double negative, like just doesn't do anything for anyone. What? This is a little ragu. Listen, I don't like Tom Cruise at all. And then in parentheses, in all caps, at all. <laughs> but I'm seriously sick of Twitter trashing people for their weight fluctuations. People are allowed to gain and lose weight, and it's really none ya. None ya. Little ragu. Stop Go being fat None ya. Um, I, I love Lil Raku. And maybe I am moonlighting as Lil Raku. And what are you guys going to say about it, my meatballs? Should we change the name of the show to Lil Ragu and her meatballs? Guys? We'll get sued. Will we? Come at me, Lil Ragu. Come at me, likes. Big Ragu. Come at it's, me. It's Big Ragu that's oh, going to no, sue that's, Oh, God. And what about, oh, Signore Fettuccini. Whatever Signore Fettuccini shows up. Oh, you better get to stepping, y'all. <laughs> uh... Insane. Uh, just the whole. I'm so sorry, you're just I'm mad about Lil Raku. You're mad about I the, am mad that I'm, I'm mad at page6.com because at least take a tweet that got more than a thousand likes. Also, if you're going to like put it on and say, like, this is the general public opinion of something. I'll love to Lil Raku, I mean? but they're misreading the situation. It's not that Tom Cruise yeah. gained weight. <laughs> it's that. Much love to Lil Raku. <laughs> I don't want Lil Raku to come. Big ups to you. No one Lil comes for Lil Raku on Twitter. Leave them alone. They're doing She's their thing. She's got soldiers in LA. She's got soldiers in Brooklyn. She's got soldiers in Nevada. All right. We know that the little ragu's got stuff set up. We don't want to offend. <laughs> like, let her be. Like, I'm sure she didn't want her tweet to be embedded in a New York Post story either. But uh, it, your little ragu, it's no one's fat shaming Tom Cruise's face. They're plastic <laughs> surgery shaming his face. Or fish fuck shaming <laughs> him. Fish okay. And fish fuck shaming him. And if, you know, fish hybrid man f- shaming him, I guess, here on this episode. <laughs> I think people don't understand that you could have, like, uh, honestly, you said MJ earlier, like, this is a large change. I'm telling you, if you just kind of go hard for a week or two, drinking and fucking eating whatever you want and not sticking to the diet, maybe after your movie wrapped and they told you you lost the space race. You know what I mean? <laughs> to he William did Shatner. Lose the space race. To William, but Shatner. William Shatner did get to space. Yeah. I think he went up wow. today. I think that Tom no Cruise shit. has got to be jealous. Like, why was that not bigger? 
fucking news on like Reddit or whatever I was looking at earlier. That's crazy. Yeah, he's I think up there. it's because like really rich people are going to space now, yeah. so I think it's not as like much fun, right? Um, for people to care about. <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. that's will 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 you? What do we think about your fucking homeless people who are gonna end up in space next who knows? week? I mean, what are we talking about here? Um, no, I kid, but, uh, yeah, the, with Tom Cruise, like, sometimes you can just kind of go hard for a week or two and look like that compared to what you looked like, a, you know what I mean? And then if you get off the sauce for, like, a week, I've seen it happen to my own body, your skin tightens up. It so does. I think maybe he's just depression drinking, depression binging on everything, uh, because he lost I don't the know why I thought race. he didn't drink. I'm pretty sure he doesn't drink. That's what I thought, too. I thought that he didn't drink either because of, I think it's, we probably no. thought that, Jackie, because of the absolutely intense religion that he is a part of. Mm. Well, I just want to thank you two for embarrassing me right now in front of everybody with my, with, with by immediately disproving my very maybe he fell off the wagon, theory. Holden. Maybe he fell <laughs> maybe off the wagon and that's why, and that he's trying to hide it, and maybe it could be that. It's, I think a, a, a bender is certainly, uh, like, I'm not, <laughs> just as possible as plastic surgery. I don't know, Jackie, you're the, I, I do think you're the Botox expert of the three of us. His whole face is like, I mean, something I don't even happened. know, can you even do that with with Botox. I don't even know if you <laughs> definitely. Can do so. what... It could also be. It depends. Like, I mean, this is. I'm. I am not a doctor, but looking at it, it's like doesn't like steroid. Don't steroids usually like puff you out as well, mm. or like some kind of like enhancer, like some kind of like workout enhancer that temporarily doesn't that usually like puff you out. I know nothing, <laughs> but that is a one of like one of the few things that maybe like it could be. But I am very definitely. Um, I'm interested in how Bobby Flay is going to look now that he's not on the <gasps> oh, fucking food very network anymore. Yes. Bye, hey, Get the Bobby hell out of here. Flay. You are a scourge upon the food network. Get out of our network. Take your colonizing show elsewhere. And I love, here. love, love that it's because he's pissed off that he didn't get as big a raise as Guy Fieri. That it's is the exactly best. the blind item. Uh, I have my blind item for this week that was stolen from me. I was, stole uh, it from him by doing good research. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this celebrity chef wanted the same size deal as the frosted hair chef. That wasn't going to be possible. One of the questions is how many will depart with him he has talked to four who will be willing i just love this so much because i you know have a long time very large fan of the food network i watch it probably every day uh and the idea that he thinks that he is remotely comparably as popular as guy fieri it's just like <laughs> bro you gotta like yeah you're probably the next highest paid guy on the fucking food network but you are not even in the same stratosphere do you know how beloved Guy Fieri is. Do you yeah. know how like guys grocery and what games? A good person, Guy Fieri is. Yeah, like, the, the, like, in addition to being a good does. person, right? Like, yes, right. all of his charity so, stuff. Like, in case you guys don't know or you don't give a shit, and I would, uh, I would understand. <laughs> Guy Fieri was given an eighty million dollar three year contract on Man. Food Network, and what did Bobby Flay? So Bobby Flay heard this and was like, "Oh, he's getting eighty mil." He wanted a hundred million dollars to wow. stay for three more years, and Food Network was like, "Nah, no, nah." So no. we know Bobby Flay. It's not like he's gonna go off into the stratosphere. He's not, you know, shattering us. Here. <laughs> but he's gonna. I'm sure he's gonna take his wormy little butt and slide on over because he's covered in grease. Yeah, I don't openly like to talk mean about people, but I don't like. 
Bobby Flay. Now, I don't <laughs> like him. I don't like anything that he stands for. And he just, oh, slip on over. I'm sure he's going to get something on like yeah. Discovery Plus. I'm sure he's going to get something somewhere else. Yeah, it's going to be just haven't even. Plus. I didn't even know he still had a show. Oh, he's got so many. He's got a you million I mean? shows. And honestly, I watch all of them and I enjoy all of them. He, <laughs> he, he has, his main one is Beat Bobby Flay, which is literally, that's what he does. It was the same thing as Throwdown with Bobby Flay. What he does is he, he, Challenges people to cook food, most of it. That is their thing. That, that is their, their thing. like signature food. Their signature He goes dish. into their restaurant. Yes. And <laughs> and he, right. So he makes people, for Beat Bobby Flea, he makes two people compete against each other using an ingredient of his choice, like chickpeas. And then he chooses, not he, the judges choose which person is best ready to beat Bobby Flay. And then he competes against them. And like, I'm going to say seven out of 10 times, it's somebody who is like, has like a, like a culture and ethnicity that is meaningful to them. And they're like, I'm going to make this like Iranian food that I like, grew Bobby, up no, eating. I can make that. I, I can make that. For, ah, and then I'll he's, make it better than you. He's like, I've never heard of that. And then he makes it, but he makes it in like a little foodie way with like little crispies on top and then like a good presentation. And then they have their little foodie judges come and they're like, oh, this one made by the real Iranian person is like very home style. And I like how it's rustic. But the, with Bobby, it's just like the presentation and it's all blind right, presentations. It's, so they it's like not even. Uh, yeah. And, and then, then he makes it and like right wins. against Guy Fieri, who goes into restaurants. And like uh, the thing is that I know that Bobby Flay's show. Sorry, I've got a lot to say about it. Bobby <laughs> shows like I know that it brings like good uh, I know that it brings money to the small restaurants I understand that and I know that it is good for them to be on the show they wouldn't be on it if it wasn't for sure but Guy Fieri goes in and celebrates what the people do in their restaurants rather yeah. than being like yeah you make that I can make a battle yes yeah oh I'll make a battle you man it's, you're so right. It's their opposite shows. Diners, drive-ins, and dives is Guy Fieri going to show to places and being like, "Wow, look at this incredible Let's thing what you, you do. did!" Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And what what Bobby Flay does is that's what you do. I'll do it better. And then he invites his friends on, and then they vote, and they're like, "I like this one better." And sometimes yeah. the the challengers win, and it's all in good fun, and they all have a great time. And I hate how much I like it and watch it. Um, but <laughs> I like that you still watch it though, so that I feel like in our partnership, like as long as you're still watching it, I can still hate it because I refuse to watch it anymore. I will never watch him again. Every time I see him show his little rat face onto the show, I click. <laughs> Get off and I go get out of here, you little rat. And lest we forget, Bobby Flay also is he's he intersects with a lot of pop culture spheres because he also was married to Alex Cabot, the DA from that's not her real name, that's her ADA name from Law and <laughs> Law Order and SVU. Order. <laughs> and Broker then they divorced, and all the blinds at the time were saying it was because he was banging Giada. Giada, but then you also, though, I've heard tale that it wasn't just Giada, and I maybe I shouldn't talk out of school, <sighs> but I hear he's not a very good man. I don't think that that is a surprise at all. He is a monster, and I, I mean, he's his public persona is that he's an asshole. Like, so maybe that he's a f fine man towards women, but I would not be surprised if that's not true because his public persona is I'm a dick. But he also has a show called Brunch with Bobby and everything he makes looks very good. He's like very, he's a I'm good sure chef. I'm not even denying his like, his talent. He's a talented Yes, chef. he is very good. At I Fuck just don't guy. like him. No, he sucks. He sucks. And I, and again, the chutzpah of being like, 
I want a bigger contract than Guy Fieri. It's like, dude, people who don't watch the Food Network love Guy Fieri. You are somebody who like, for people like me who have an unhealthy relationship with the Food Network, they might like you. But like, Guy Fieri transcends fucking boundaries. Everybody loves Guy Fieri. I love Guy Fieri. I love him. And he's grown. The most and he's evil man, you know what I mean. I bet Mussolini would like Guy Fieri if uh, you know what I mean. I mean, he <laughs> makes the trains run on time. I bet he run, like, makes the trains run on time in the same way that Guy Fieri probably runs his restaurants. <laughs> well, maybe not all the restaurants because um, they hurt you. They they'll hurt your belly. Not all. We the love you, Guy. We love you, Guy. Yes, thank you, Guy Fieri, for all the work you do for restaurant workers. And just and oh, when he's out there, like. Like cooking for the firefighters that are out trying to like make our entire state just not completely like burn to a crisp and fall off of the fucking country. I love you, Guy Fieri. And, Did you uh, see that video where he found the little baby birds and he mother birded them their food to would. keep them alive? I bet he, he slowly would. chewed up little bits of hamburger, cheeseburger meat. I love and then And then spit them into the birds' mouths and they became, they, their hearts grew 18 sizes that <laughs> oh, day. Oh no, that's probably bad for the bird. Yes, they exploded. They exploded. Oh, no. <laughs> the one really unrelatable thing about Guy Fieri like rice at a wedding. is that he won't eat eggs. If He he has a whole show called wow. uh, Guy at the Ranch or something, and he invites all these cool chefs over to his awesome ranch house in California, and they cook outside, and they eat each other's food, and it like makes you want to be best friends with all of them. And whenever they make anything with eggs, all the chefs have to make him a version that doesn't have any, like if it's brunch, wow. they, he, he won't eat them. He ha- they have to take them off. And that is the only thing about Guy That's Fieri weird. that I currently don't like. I don't love that. Well, it's because he loves the baby birds so much. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's the it's circle of life for him that disrupts his belly, and I understand it. Yeah. It's but what I, what was that? I was nothing. What were you saying? I'm scared. I was going to come up with a subway, but I didn't know, and then I decided not to. That was my, I'm saying what I'm thinking out loud right now. I'm scared of I'm the future. I don't know if I. I'm with my laser <laughs> eyes. <laughs> It's the sound of winter. Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell. Starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Um, Or is it the sound of Demi Lovato's cries into the nothing? Oh, I seriously. am upset with that. <laughs> I'm upset is with Is this it. real? Is alien it derogatory is to call a, a, a like an immigrant? So I think that what happened is that Demi Lovato heard <laughs> that you should not call a human being that is undocumented. This is my theory. Maybe I'm wrong. 
But and is, you this a, not, is that a thing, though? That is Are a you thing. You should not call, call an okay. undocumented person an illegal alien. This was the language okay. for a long time, and it and and it's dehumanizing, right? Because aliens are little green men from outer space. Yeah. And what Demi Lovato, I think, what happened? I might again correct me if I'm wrong, and there's some sort of <laughs> language uh, justice movement for aliens from other planets. But what I think is happening is that they they took the idea that the correct, absolutely 100% correct idea that you should not call human beings aliens and instead use, say, undocumented people, and they have now taken that back to aliens, and they said, don't call aliens aliens. Yeah. That's disrespectful. Call them extraterrestrials. And I have certainly never heard this. Uh, I from, just want to say this right now. Who advocating for this? This is Extraterrestrials? Absurd. Until they actually are at all communicating with us, and they are like... Why are you guys going? <laughs> At that alien, point, we listen I just, to that. I draw the line here. Alien is a cool word. Okay? It's a cool sounding word. I'm happy to not call immigrants that word. That makes sense to me. Totally. But can we keep it for the sci-fi? Just It just goes so well. Alien. It's so good. I mean, it's, it's, it's like it's just a misunderstanding it's of creepy. <laughs> it's like the reason why language matters when we're talking about human beings is because language is used to hurt people and marginalize them. Like, there, like there's a reason why language matters. And when you do shit like this, it makes people be like, "Oh, well, then what? The, I'll, I, I, I call me a unicorn." And it's like, no, no, no. It actually does matter. Like, we should not call human beings certain things that are dehumanizing. There is no like justice cause around not calling fucking uh, things that we don't even know like for sure are sentient beings or whether you believe they exist there's no justice behind there's no injustice behind calling a fucking someone from another planet an alien like i don't get it demi so lovato. demi lovato has a show on um on disney plus called unidentified where they are it's like a ufo docu series where they are trying to um, explore the possibility of extraterrestrial life. Okay, fine. I it hates it hate like part of me inside thinks that they are doing this as a way to drum up more publicity for their show that I imagine is getting. I'm sorry, it's on Disney Plus. It's on Peacock. That um that just to get more eyes on it because they also have recently come out and saying that they have seen aliens. I'm saying aliens. We've seen aliens. <laughs> You're and reclaiming that they have it. Tried to contact. I'm reclaiming the word aliens <laughs> in reference to things and 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 like I I want to say like life outside of this world because the word alien, the definition of the word alien, is belonging or owing allegiance to another country or government, belonging or relating to another person, place or thing coming from another world. So, when reference to an extraterrestrial, and, like, they only refer to them as ETs, um, I won't. It's aliens. <laughs> and I'm going to say aliens. And I tried to get Henry to comment on it, and he said no comment. Wow. wow. No, comment. Comment. No, no comment. No comment to me. I tried. I was like, In what a way, that damns him. 
in a way that damns him. You know, I think this is, this falls in the funny new compartment that we found ourselves in in 2021. We're in the attempt to not to be extra not racist. You all of a sudden wrap back around and are weirdly being racist. <laughs> it's yeah, you know what I mean? Right, it's, it's just, likening <laughs> immigrants to yeah, like extraterrestrials. It's just yeah. way. It's like way overcorrection because again, and and this is the and that's the problem, Holden. What you just described is the because then you you have people be like, oh well. You don't want me to say alien. Well, next thing you know, I'm not going to be able to say it. You know, like Jewish, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or like, and it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we should not be having overreactions to like things when pe- human beings say this word is hurtful. And sometimes, of course, there's going to be times where you're like, oh, but that word doesn't really mean that. Language is an always changing, always evolving thing. Take they as a singular you know, pronoun. Most people know it as a plural pronoun that's changing. If you looked it up in the dictionary, you know, a little bit ago, it would have said plural pronoun, but but it 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 changes, right? right? So it's okay for language to change. Like, it's okay if, like, yeah, the dictionary definition of alien, you know, it it, it, it might be on paper correct to, to use it in one way, and then, again, when human beings say, you know, the way that, that this, lang- this word is used... Um, it's dehumanizing, like all that is so important. But then, and then for Demi Lovato to be like, well, it's dehumanizing to extraterrestrials <laughs> to say alien. It's just like, bitch, what are you talking about? Like, you spent too much time at Joshua Tree. <laughs> get back to the city, please. We've got, we've got to figure. This I out. get it. I love drugs too, man. But like, come, I just, uh, I don't know. If the aliens I mean, come, and my they... old coming out. <laughs> If they claim an identity and they say, call us this, then we listen to them. Listen to what people want to be called. There is, as far as I know, there is no movement from sentient English-speaking aliens, extraterrestrials, being like, excuse me, I find that word offensive too. And I think that to bring (laughs) that in makes mockery of the very real reason not to use that word for human beings. Yes, 100%. And also, like, as if that, you know, whatever being could come here wouldn't be so far beyond our measly way of existing (laughs) that they would even bother to give a shit about what we as cockroaches in the universe refer to them as. (laughs) Cockroaches in the universe. I'm sorry. We're not. I'll tell you what, if they come down in their green, I can't go with it. I don't trust green people. That's Whoa. just the way it Wow. Wow. I don't well, trust now them. Demi Lovato's going to come after you. Now yeah, we're going to get coming. canceled by the aliens. Oh, God. <laughs> I'd be scared of it. <laughs> or we're going to get canceled by Mariah Carey for having cell phones. I really think that this um, article is very, very funny of the fact that Nick Cannon wanted to buy cell phones for the children, the twins that they share with, um, with that Nick Cannon shares with Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey's like, no. You can't buy them cell phones. And then he bought them cell phones for their 10th birthday anyway. And Mariah Carey was pissed. Oh, uh, yeah. That's rough. Publicly pissed. It's about a dick it. move by Nick Cannon. Like, parent corner. Oh, yeah. We're getting into parent corner. Let's put our parent hats on. All right, parent hats. MJ, cell phones. All the kids love them. What age do you think? You will be uh, allowing them to have their own to, of course, obviously find out what kink they're eventually going to have <laughs> obviously. Uh, and all sorts of other horrific things. I Get mean, online bullied for being interesting and unique. All the things that we are afraid. I of. was just thinking today. So that you have to like now you have to I have to teach my kids how to 
how to how to like call nine one one on a phone because we don't have a landline, right? So I'm like, I need them to know. Yeah, <laughs> like how to Gideon was at home alone phone. the other day, and he started like choking on something, and he was like, uh, "We need to teach the kids how to call nine one one." Like, what oh if I'm home God. alone? <laughs> Which that teaches them how to unlock your phone. Bad move. I know. Oh, not no. good. But but, the, but so that's all to say that yeah, by the time they're ten. Well, I taught elementary school and middle school for years and years, and most ten-year-olds by the end of by by twenty twenty did have phones to get in touch with their parents. Um, you know, I one of my good friends who had a, a tween had it like they, she gave him her old iPhone that had like a wireless plan, so that he could you know, and you can call nine one one even without a plan. But he so then if he was home, he could use it for like Wi Fi and texting. Um, you know, but like, but, but not everything. Um, there's, there's like kid programmed phones you can get like, of you course. know, but I mean, God help me. I, I absolutely dread everything about this. I think that it's totally normal <laughs> for 10 year olds to want a phone. I guess middle school. I think maybe 13. Yeah, I mean, they'll, they will like, you, you, it's just like the, I'm sure our parents had this debate about, you know, TV or some parents had this debate about TV when we were young. It's like, you don't want, you know how evil it is, but you also don't want your kid to be a weirdo. You don't want your like 12 year old to be like, I can't get in touch with any of my friends. Maybe that's a bad example. 13. I don't know. At some point your kid is going to want to be yeah. in, a, in a, having, keeping up with the norms of other people their age. And I do think that it's pretty normal for 10 year olds to have a phone. But, I would also imagine you would get to the age where you guys were sick of giving your phone to the kids to like have them contact someone, to have them like play around just to like shut their brains off. Like there's going to get a point where you're like, I need the phone so that I can shut my brain off. I don't want to give it to you to shut your brain off. Yeah. yeah. I think the major faux difficult. pas that Nick Cannon did was doing it when Mariah had said no. No. Because that's just like a dick cope, especially for co-parents who aren't together to be like, right. I'm going to be the fun daddy is the like worst. such an asshole move. And again, maybe they wanted... Maybe Mariah wanted to get the kind of phone that, you know, you can get like a smartwatch for kids. It's like an Apple watch where they can just text and oh, call. Okay. How much does that cost? $3,000. <laughs> yeah. Also. All right. Here's the other. I, I think my answer is like, I will just push it as far as I can. I'm open. Yeah. As long as I can keep them at bay. Um, other question. I don't think I'll do this, but man, it'll be hard not having the peace of mind. Will you be tracking them? Oh my God, no! That that phones. I mean. So first of all, I want to say absolutely no judgment to any parents out there who track their children. I, and I say judgments. <laughs> I no, I mean I get it. <laughs> I know I have had I have had extensive conversations with families I love and know very well who do track their children. I do <laughs> get through it all Who acts like an F team of FBI agents when it comes to their own children. It's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. teen, and also they, the, the kids know, um, at least in the family that I was mm-hmm. talking to, they, they, they said the kids know that oh, the app is on yeah, their Yeah, that's phone. definitely, they should know. You know, they yeah. should know. And if if any, if this is like very, like the Foucault optic, uh, what's it called, the Panopticon, like if the prisoners see the watchtower, it, impacts their behavior whether anyone's in the watchtower or not, right? So if a teen right. knows that Right, because you're not has... sitting there and staring at where your child is at right. all times. It's like, again, you got all this shit to do. It's just them knowing. I would honestly track, like, my kids... N- I would put a tracking device on my kids now yeah, because if they got just... lost, they wouldn't know how to get help. But I, that would I be better. do right now, I hope, put it on the record. I'll go back to it. My kids will find this when they're 13. Ooh, and use I, it against you. I hope to not track my kids because I do feel like it is a it it, it 
unless the kid is again, the family I talked to was like the kid knows the kid's okay with it. Right. If you're if it's working for your family, truly, truly no judgments. I feel like kids deserve privacy and they deserve a sense of being able to do certain things and take certain risks and uh, go places without their... F- I mean, can you imagine if we, if our families had known every single place we went as teenagers? <laughs> Nightmarish. Yeah, yeah. But that's why, that's why I think my answer is... My sister thought it was bad enough that I just had a cell phone that my mother could get in contact with. That was, like, even that... Why like, is Jackie at a pharmaceutical factory? Oh, what is it? What are they doing That's where my, my friends go. Um, I'm bringing them lunch on their lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, uh, She's maybe been standing a, on a me, corner for a long time. Now. <laughs> I think it would almost be like the threat of it, or or if they betrayed my trust enough, they would be on it for a certain amount of time until they could like earn that. But I think it would always be like that cloud hanging over them. Like I will, <laughs> I could track you in a second. Yes. make that a thing. Yeah, so, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe that's what it is. Or if they're just like really, really struggling with being like not a complete insane piece of shit during their like you know more those years. You know what I mean? And it's very different now because kids now don't have an expectation of my mom can't like get in touch with me whenever. So I think when we imagine, yeah. oh, if I was a teenager and suddenly my parents know everywhere I am, right. that feels like such a huge huge invasion. Whereas I think that for kids now, that might not actually feel like an invasion because they're used to their parents being able to get in touch with them wherever they are. So it might, and that's why I truly don't feel judgment about it because I think it is, kids are growing up in a, in a totally different context where they're used to being seen, being like checked into places where it's not an, you're not just moving, you're not just a human being moving through the planet like we were with no technology tracking and, us. And know? living in the, the the time period where there was the shift of, oh, no one knows where you are. Oh, they always know where you are. Right. And being able to like be like, you know, it changed from high school to even being in your early 20s of like, man, now you know I see my emails all the time. Like at least like oh. we had the, the, the sweet time period of like, oh, well, oh, I didn't see the email until I got home. Like, we right. still had that. Right, right. Yeah, and now yeah. we're contacted at all times. But then you watch the new Scream trailer and you realize it doesn't matter if they have a phone or yeah. not. Yeah. They can still be murdered. The new <laughs> Scream trailer looks fucking amazing. So cool. I am so excited about it. Love it. I, I was just like, yeah, the entire time. It's like, yes, yes. I love it. And I've loved all the Screams. No matter where or how weird it got, I was always like, I know that like Wes Craven had a lot of issues in making some of the sequels, but this one looks like it is, ooh, it's back, baby. And I'm so excited. Yes. I loved uh, it. Yeah. It's got that vibe like, um, almost like H2O kind of had when it was like, oh, water. cool, we can like enjoy this again. Yeah. Like water had when I first tasted it. Oh my God. I, I love water. It's really good to stay hydrated. Oh, <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, you're talking about yeah, Halloween. Halloween 20 or whatever. <laughs> no, 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 but it has a cool, it's cool. It's it's it looks like they're d- doing something. Who uh was I looking up? Oh yeah, the director um did that movie with the bride, like the 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 Western bride, ready or not. Was oh that any good? Oh my god, it was, was very good? good. It was great. Oh really? I love, oh, like, I want to watch it then. Um the uh what's her name? 
She is a very Arthur attractive. Emma Stone, Emma Stone part two. Not how dare you. No, <laughs> Samara Weaving, some or Samara Weaving is like the I believe Australian street scream queen as of late. Anything that she is in, I recommend that you watch. Cool. Outside of Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe, um, origins but the babysitter is such like she is oh yeah amazing uh, like yeah just she's great horror actress she's so fun to watch and um I'm very ready or not was great. But also speaking of Halloween and H2O, there's also the new Halloween. Halloween Kills comes out this yeah, weekend. Very excited for that. Uh, Lexi, that's like the one franchise Lexi like actually just super loves. Love and always wants to see the new one of, which is so exciting. So we'll watch. Yeah. It. Oh my god! But this new Scream, she's got to see the new Scream. It looks amazing. It looks awesome. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I I I like. Sometimes I find it a little sad when all the old actors come back. I even the Halloween Kills trailer. I was like, wow, it is so weird that Jamie Lee Curtis is this old now. Like I'm fine mm-hmm. with it. She looks great. Oh, it's yeah. just like time. It's just a reminder of time passing. Time that can, keeps going. <laughs> can, can be hard. <laughs> um, but in this case. For some reason, with Scream, I was thrilled. Every I was like, "Fucking David Arquette, yeah, yeah, Courtney Cox, yeah." yeah. I was just so excited to see all of them. Nev Campbell. I fuck did write yeah. it in the email. I just love the line. I'm Sydney Prescott. Of course, I have a gun. <laughs> yeah. I just allowed. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You do so good. I, I, you know, there are certain reboots I really just roll my fucking eyes at, and this is not one of them. And I'm excited because the young woman, and I, I'll, like, I'll just, I feel like I'll never forget the first time I saw Scream in the movie theater. I was probably too young to watch it, and just, I, I'll never forget being like, wait, Drew Barrymore. I'm spoiler alert. Dies <laughs> in the very beginning. That was how I, felt too. I was like, somebody as I famous as Drew Barrymore it. can't. Die in the I first ten it. minutes. Yes, I a hundred percent agree, so and I feel like that is my, will always be my prototype for a scary movie. Like we, like you know, Gideon loves like the thing, and like the, he loves like the alien scary ones. Love and I'm just it. like, to me, the scariest shit ever will be whatever feels like Scream. Like Halloween, I put in that same category too. It's just yeah. like that shit scares the absolute hell out of yes. me. Yes. Oh, well. Yeah. This might not scare you, but I think you might roll your eyes at this week's celebrity conspiracy. Do Do you believe it? Is Bobby Flay not actually a shitty guy? How dare you on this show? You will go home. (laughs) I'm sending you back out next. The whole episode you've been sitting on this? (laughs) Next. (laughs) Hate this. I hate this conspiracy theory. It's not true. Next. This one came in from Maddie with the subject line, a defensive Bobby Flay, question mark. I love you, Maddie, but next. (laughs) Wow. I'm here, Maddie. Tell me. Give it to me. Hi, Jackie, Holden, MJ. Love the pod. Love you all. And boy, do I have a celebrity conspiracy for you. All right. To preface, I'm slightly stoned. <laughs> I've lived alone for the entire pandemic. Love and I'm you. considering going to grad school for psychology. So naturally, my quarantine activity has been watching all of Chopped and Beat Bobby <laughs> Yes. And armchair analyzing <laughs> all, right, all of the shows. All right, Maddie, okay, I'm with done. you 100%. I know page seven in all caps hates Bobby Flay. <laughs> yes, but notoriously. My conspiracy theory is that he's actually a good dude and that the show's producers and editors have made him out to be the asshole. <gasps> Disclaimer, I've never watched Iron Chef or any of his other TV shows, so I'm basing this theory I was entirely off of viewing uh, Beat Bobby Flay. 
pros. Other other chefs like Alec uh, Guarnaschelli. Alex Guarnaschelli, yep, she's great. Michael Simon, mm-hmm. Sonny Anderson, etc. Like him a lot. True. As mentioned, I also binge chopped, and my favorite judge is Alex. MJ, do you have a fave judge? I also love Alex. I love even more. I love Alex has like a teenage daughter who's just awesome. Yeah, so yes, I vote uh, thumbs up on Alex Guarnaschelli for sure. Beat Bobby Flay's humor is entirely based on Flay's friends roasting the shit out of him True. and rooting against him. He can dish it, but he can also take it. True. Pun intended. Nice. The newest season of the show had some of the show's employees competing to see who could beat Bobby, and both had been working for him for over 20 seasons of the show. If he was so terrible, the employee turnover rate would be higher. Jackie and MJ have brought up the Giada. I know, it was pretty dip. miserable, I will say, in my restaurant job that I had for eight years, and I didn't leave because I needed a job. It's true. You so the money. I will throw that out there. All right. But there's the defense again, but you're not allowed to object. I Jackie, can't object. Are. I've got something to say about a $19,000 couch that he sued someone over. All oh, right, wow. please, Jackie. See, I'm already Jack- convinced she's bringing, Maddie's bringing me in with the siren song <laughs> of Bobby Flay. Jackie and MJ have brought up that Giada De Laurentiis has even said that she and Bobby stopped being friends for years is a reason that he's an asshole. But this article, and she links to an article about Giada and Flay's relationship, says that the reason Giada was mad at Bobby is because he didn't take their Iron Chef competition seriously enough. She was pissed they lost, and Bobby wasn't. And she claims she was too flippant. Uh, he was too flippant, but maybe she was just a sore loser. Because she also cons. sucks. That's the thing. Like, I'm not about <laughs> yes. to side with Giada and be like, she's no. right. morally righteous. She absolutely <laughs> sucks. And Maddie is correct that a lot of people who I love and trust for TV, like Sonny Anderson and Dave <laughs> and uh, Michael Simon, not David Simon, uh, th- that they seem to love him. Michael Simon, I want him to be my daddy, and he loves Bobby Flay. So that is a big endorsement. Here are the cons. Chefs are notoriously douchey. Males are notoriously douchey. Male chefs, notoriously douchey. (laughs) The story about Bobby Flay competing with Morimoto in Japan and disrespecting both the culture and the chef isn't great. So this is a link to an article about Iron Chef. Bobby Flay notoriously appeared, and he stands on the cutting board at one point to hype the audience. His competitor, Morimoto, found that to be incredibly disrespectful to the board and the knives. Yes. Morimoto was Many knives. I trust him. Morimoto was amazing. So that did happen in 1998, so maybe we can forgive him and chalk it up to him being much younger and pumped full of adrenaline. I don't really have any examples of him doing anything good, but I (laughs) I also haven't looked into it deeply or, and then in all caps, maybe the media has erased any example of him doing good things. (laughs) So do you believe in the fact that Bobby Flay is being gaslit by his show's producers, editors, and the media and is actually not a bad dude Maddie. I love you, Maddie, but no, I don't agree with you. But I really appreciate, you know what? You know what? I And I said it even earlier of like, I don't like only thinking ill of people. I'm sure that he has some good qualities. But one of the things that he did was sue a furniture designer when he bought a $19,000 couch that he said was really uncomfortable and... He waited too long to take it back, so he sued the company for being it being too uncomfortable to keep, even after the designer said, I will make you a brand new sofa <laughs> to your specifications. I want to make you another couch. I'm making another couch. <laughs> and he still said no and sued them. So that's the example, though. I mean, kind of relatable to wait too long till it's too late to return it. A $19,000 couch? 
I would have gone. I was like, I need to feel it. I need to see it. I need to spiritually connect with something I'm about to spend $19,000 on. So maybe that's just a rich person thing. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I actually, I you know, I both love hating Bobby. He's Flay. also been sued for labor violations multiple times. Yeah, right. That's. <laughs> I think that I think that what Maddie is onto is that I think that it's probably extremely awesome to be his friend. Sure. Like, and I, as somebody who's watched a lot of the show, like you know, I think that it, I want to like hang out in his in the back of his kitchen and get drunk with him he'll like he'll pour like if he's cooking with liquor he'll like take out like the the like tupperwares and like pour a huge pour for him and then he'll bring one over to like the person he's competing against and it just like it seems like kind of like a broy aggressive fun question mark like chef atmosphere that he brings and i'll bet that there are i bet that he's a i'll bet that if you're like in his circle he's extremely fun and like, but also controversial take, Gordon Ramsay and Anthony Bourdain hated publicly Bobby Flay. And I love both of them mm, so much that it's difficult. Mm, it's hard for me. I so appreciate it, Maddie. Tell Jackie, you have all these little cards up your sleeve. Yeah, okay? you got a yes. lot. You got a lot of citations. Well, because here. I don't like to hate <laughs> willy nilly. Uh-huh. I don't want to just choose someone and be like, I don't like the cut of their jib. I right. need to have reasons to really, truly, publicly dislike someone. Yeah, you want me to give you my fucking twelve days of Ariana Schitzman? <laughs> <laughs> Save it for December on the first. <laughs> Ariana was a shitty, you know, person. She said, hold to the Arianators. Fuck you. (laughs) She's friends with Scooter Braun. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all good. It's all good. So I love you, Maddie, but uh, I'm with Jackie on this one. And you you know what, Maddie? I'm whatever. Thank you for trying to change us, though. Like, I do appreciate it. I'm not like, I'm never going to be like, all the doors are closed. You know, people can change. Yeah, yeah. But a hundred million dollars? A hundred million dollars. Take your sass elsewhere, Flay. Because it's time for the list. <gasps> oh! oh! Who's, Who's on, on the list? list? Jackie! Gotta have, have that list. list. 15 celebrities who keep truly weird pets. And I love that Arnold Schwarzenegger is right on top because you guys remember, oh, the little pony video that he posted for everyone to wear a mask. I refuse to talk about Chris Brown. He can get fucked. But Arnold Schwarzenegger keeps a donkey and a miniature horse. They're called Whiskey and Lulu. And he keeps them in the house. Nice. (laughs) They go upstairs. They go downstairs. They're all over the place. He uh yeah didn't he do a cute video with the with the donkey yes. or the horse when he was talking about yeah the, yeah right you mentioned that I think yeah so yeah cute. I love, love. him and he feeds him little carrots and Nick Cage I love that he's always on these lists Nick Cage has a pet crow and a sixteen foot yeah. geodesic dome for him to fly in his name is Hugin and he apparently understands some language. He says hi when Cage enters the room and bye when he leaves. He also is apparently just a boy in a crow costume. Oh, (laughs) see, that would make a lot of sense. That actually makes a lot more sense than him having an actual crow. I do feel weird about keeping birds in the house. I think it's just growing Mm. up with birds. Part of me is like, they should be free. Let them free. At least he's got the geodesic dome. Especially a crow. I feel like that crow is gonna so smart. Gonna eat him at some point or murder him. It feels very like Edgar Allan Poe-esque to me. It does. (laughs) But how Poe is it? 
to have a pet squirrel. Bob Ross, I yeah. remember. Do you guys remember the? Have you ever seen an episode when the squirrel would come out and hang out with Bob Ross? Um, and it always the squirrel was in Beauty Is Everywhere, his 1991 follow up to the Joy of Painting, in which he said, "She's the cutest little devil you've ever seen." <laughs> oh my God! What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30 pound sea bass, and a 10 inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? What is that Netflix special that's like? Bob Ross. Like, what was that weird? Isn't that there's like a creepy Bob Ross story? I'm like, I'm not watching this. It was like trending a lot on Netflix. It was almost like trying to look like it was like a Tiger King about Bob Ross. <laughs> I was like, no one's watching this. I think that and Bob anyways. Ross and Fred Rogers remain the only two men who've never been canceled. Right. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Bob I'm Ross. Now immediately is bad. looking through and I'm just like trying to like quickly read. Yeah, it's read, called read. Bob Ross Happy Accidents, Betrayal and Greed. It just and I also clicked on headlines and sex, deceit, and scandal, the ugly war over Bob Ross's ghost. Oh but my god. Oh, uh, okay. So it's like everything after he died. So he was still good, but then people were animals after he died. That's the word. That's the problem when you get really successful. All the people you love, everybody around, they just become wild animals the second you pass away. Yeah. Unless you have nothing and then they want to pretend like you didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then something tells me I'm going to be more in the latter <laughs> category. No, it's all about the battle over his estate. Oh. Okay. But also Bob Ross hated his haircut. Oh, oh no. no. What? Bob. That's a different list, Jackie. Haircut. So That's celebrities who hated their haircuts. I guess I will. Um, I guess I'll read it. I guess I'll, re- I'll watch the, uh, the doc. But Prince <laughs> kept a pair of pet doves that he named Majesty and Divinity. The doves stayed silent after Prince died, but when people began playing Prince music for them, they apparently started talking right away. Oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> I love that. Vanilla Ice, of course, has a bunch of exotic pets, including even a pet kangaroo. Depends on where he's keeping the pets or how he's keeping the pets, but I feel like I don't agree with it. And it says the kangaroo apparently sometimes goes rogue and once ran off for two weeks while another one of Vanilla Ice's animals, his pet goat. So he ran off with the goat for two weeks. No, no. Interesting. I don't like anything about this. Pretty sure it's bad. No. Unless, Unless Vanilla Ice lives like in the fucking wild bush of Australia, then he cannot have a kangaroo. I think it's bad. That's but, a wild bush in my day, am I right? But uh, I will say, no, I does look like a goat. So I feel much, like he just speaks to his goat brethren. Don't 
don't be little goats like that. But how much bush would you want from a person that had 14 lemurs? Yes, <laughs> Kirstie Alley has 14 lemurs, but she does have a full-time animal caretaker. So that, I guess, is good. She says she doesn't recommend them as pets um, because they're a big responsibility. And they live for 30 years and eat all organic, among other things. I like to just picture Christie Alley being mauled by 30 lemurs and being like, I don't recommend them as Why pets! Why would I have done it? <laughs> and I would um, completely... Uh, I would completely understand if they all attacked her and took her down, probably. It's beautiful. Yeah, isn't she awful? Awful. I, yeah. <laughs> but is it awful to, for Nicole Richie to keep a total of eight chickens as pets? Plus a lizard. Oh. I think it's fine. I imagine Nicole Richie has the space. The chickens named Ivy, Sibby, Dixie Chick, Tallulah, Philomena, Mama Cass, Sunny, and Daisy were introduced in a glamorous photo shoot. And I'm sure she's getting the eggs from that, which is really nice to have chickens, actually. And you get those fresh yeah. eggs, and it's wonderful. And I have nothing against pet lizards. Love lizards I love a lizard. as a pet. I mean, yeah. don't get a mean one. My buddy Pat had some mean lizards as pets. And I was like, why? This thing just tries to eat your hand every time you feed it, and that's like the only thing you do with it once a week. But the kind, friendly ones that would only bite him once a month uh, were <laughs> Those fantastic. Those are the good ones. Those are the good ones. Yeah, that's fine. And last but not least, I have seen the videos. And if you have not looked up Selma Hayek and her owl, I highly recommend it. Selma Very Hayek cute. has an owl named after her husband's luxury company. He's the CEO of Caring, so that's the owl's name. Caring likes to drink wine and likes to stand on Hayek's iPad while she watches TV on it. And they have a very cute relationship. I think that there's something in my brain that scares me about having animals that I respect and think that uh, are very smart because I'm just waiting for them, I feel, to someday... Um, take over and kill me in my sleep because why wouldn't they <laughs> too dark no no the end of I, the list? <laughs> I mean people should not have animals that aren't uh meant to be kept as pets and i think that if those very smart non-domesticated animals turn on the people then the people get what's coming to them try to domesticate <laughs> them can't sing that song anymore although it's in my head once a month <laughs> but in the same way of like you know it's like i would why would you want a chimpanzee no, let, be, let them be free. You can do like what I did for, yes, I am patting my own back here because I adopted Edward Larson, a mommy and a baby son gorilla. I I symbolically Very adopted nice. them for him from the Diane Fossey Foundation. And I did a lot of research and made sure that the money went right to the gorillas. And it does. <laughs> the and now I don't know what they're going to spend it on. The they just play poker with it. They just play poker with the money. They don't, they don't know how to Take use it Take it to the casinos. I'm like, get out there, gorillas. Uh, Have fun with it. Buy a leather jacket. Wouldn't that be nice? Pleather, please, Jackie. Pleather. Um, wow. But that's it for my list. I wish I could see that monkey in that jacket, but I can't. Because he's Because I think I'm going blind. Items. Here we go. One was taken from me, stripped from me by a woman who also hosts this show. But I Bobby plays a bastard, so Don't believe the hype. This A-list mostly movie actor who was a longtime superhero is not dating the A-list singer slash actress. She doesn't do well with his particular brand of kink. Who's a kinky superhero man? We've talked about it oh, before. 
Oh, I see his face, and he looks just yeah. like the others. <laughs> he looks like Chris. me a little bit. It's one of the Chris's, isn't it? Yes. Evans? Um, yes. yes. Wait, what? We knew Chris Evans was kinky? Tell me about this. He yeah, has the sex. He reportedly paid uh, a blind item back in 2019, uh, reported that he spent almost $100,000 on a sex dungeon. Okay. And then we talked about how fun it would be to play with his penis in a dungeon. Yeah, that situation. sounds familiar. That does that. sound fun. <laughs> No, that sounds fun. Oh no, I think it's great. But who uh, is the person? Yeah. Is it Lizzo? No, not Lizzo. Oh. She is a person. Oh wait. In a sh- oh shit. We just. I just read this. Yeah. Uh, Selena She's Gomez. A- yes. Wow. Damn. Hot. Very good. Back in 2015, Selena admitted a in a TV interview that she had a crush on Chris Evans. Cut to October of this year, and they were both spotted leaving a restaurant in Los Angeles. Not long after that. She followed her. He followed her Insta dog. Oh my God. That's when you know. That's when one step away from being in a sex dungeon. Yeah, exactly. He followed her Insta and then she was like, hey, let's hang out. And he was like, cool. I've got a fun room to show you. <laughs> and then she came over. He showed her the room. And then she was like, um, nope. Bye. Thanks for the dick pic. Whatever. Oh my God. He has had, I for, you know what? Because I hate to say it, he falls in line. I forget which one is which sometimes, but mm. he is the one that had the accidental dick slip up. He's the one that like publicly flirted with Lizzo. He's yeah. like, he's the best I one. I guess I need to remember he's the best one. The best one. Yeah, he's the best. By far. He's great. And I think that the sex dungeon at even keeps him up there. I'm very, yeah, oh, I'm very supporting of it. Yeah, it makes him cooler as long as he doesn't get all army hammer with it. He's like, mm. I want to eat yes. your flesh. Oh, yeah, don't go don't to heck. Get, don't get army hammer. <laughs> uh, here we go. This streaming service is not happy with the illiterate one or her puppy husband. They are way behind schedule, and what they have done isn't going to work in the context of the project they pitched. Meghan Markle. Yes. <gasps> I knew it. I'm waiting. You know what? I don't know why, but I feel weird of like, a, what's going to happen with the two of them? It's a, mm-hmm. They're taking on a lot. They like left the monarchy. Now they they have all these insane, huge deals that they're working on. And that's just such a big, I know that she was an actress. I know that she was in the business, but it's a lot. It's a lot to go from like zero to Oprah. And I feel like it is like that's where yeah. they're, what they're trying to do. Definitely. Yeah, they struck a 100 million five year deal with Netflix and a 25 million dollar co- podcast deal with Spotify. And they are, uh, yeah, since quitting the royal family, a couple have found a production company, Archwell Productions. And uh, they've just started like there was like a, they saw a wire poking from the prince's shirt into his chino pocket as he leaned forward to hug Melba restaurant owner Melba Wilson Friday afternoon. So it looks like they're starting to shoot some stuff, but maybe it's not. I don't know. Uh, going so hot. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Very I mean, interesting. You know, she was on Suits, so it's not quite the Empire era. That she was on suits. <laughs> and, she was on suits, though. Uh, you know? That's a, every all those one word shows. They go into syndication. You're set for life. That's true. Mm-hmm. We've all seen suits. You Bones, can't can't live in the world suits. without having oh, seen yes. suits. Shout Gotta out to uh, our friend Megan Boone. Blacklist. Yeah, I will all those say. I, I don't think I've ever. I've never watched an episode of Suits. I don't even yeah. know where to find the an episode of Suits. Literally any airport or any yeah, sports it's bar. On every airports. Mini screen is where gotcha, exclusively you gotcha, watch gotcha. it. So All I right, may have last... seen it before. I just did, had yes, no idea. That it was You've watched yeah. entire seasons of it. 
and you just have no idea because that's how like subliminal the show is. <laughs> what? You, know what I mean? <laughs> you know all the characters. It's like if someone were to ask you a trivia question on a trivia show, if you were like on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Suits. you would immediately know the answer and you start crying because you didn't know why you knew the answer. And then everyone starts throwing bananas at me. <laughs> and I'm like, stop. Answer stop. the question, monkey. Answer no, the question. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just call monkey. Uh, all right, here's the last one. After chipping and breaking so many teeth doing his own stunts, this A-list mostly movie actor just has dentures that he takes out each night. Oh, no. Is it Tom Cruise? Look at those pictures again. Wow. wow. Look that at those pictures so again. That makes so much sense. His mouth's just all sad because he had a, wow, Holden, you structured this episode so well. You had like yeah. all these reveals at the it. end. Yeah. Wow. I'm murdering it, dude. <laughs> Fucking it today, hold Punched this episode so job. hard in the genitals. The episode was just like, I'll never have kids. Yep. You know what I mean? No more kids. Not for this show. <laughs> no more kids for this show. Dude. My revenge. You know, I think it's a fun revenge. I think it's kind of spooky. And um, you did a very good job today, Holden. Oh, Thank he you just so much. had dental surgery. Oh, here we've been calling him a. Fish fucking a fish hybrid. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mean, take it back. I think he still fucks the fish, but everything else we said we could take back. He definitely still fucks the fish, <laughs> but maybe he's not becoming a fish <laughs> just yet. Um, that was great, Holden. Good job. Yeah, I can see again. Welcome I back. See clearer than I ever have. That's which is awesome. not true. I actually need to get my prescription updated. Don't even get I me started. I'm scared to drive at night now. Uh... <laughs> 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 you know when the lights get bigger and bigger and yes. bigger and all of a sudden I'm like, I don't know yeah. if I should be driving at night anymore. Yep. <laughs> Page <laughs> seven, Aging Millennials podcast. Ugh, just <laughs> brutal. You listen to the first episodes versus now, just like, what happened? What happened? <laughs> what happened? We got old. Hey, what happened? <laughs> but now it's time for the shout outs. Are you ready? Shout. Oh, uh, shout. Why? Let it all out. I will. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. God. We'll read them to you. Come on. Oh, and thank you guys so much for writing in your shoutouts. Now the shoutouts get sent to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is seven, the number. And thank you guys for being a part of our beautiful community. Kara, I am so, 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 so happy that you wrote in yourself shoutout. It fills me with love. Thank you. And fucking congrats on the one year soberversary. Kara says, Tuesday, October 12th marks my one year soberversary. One year alcohol free and I've passed my state exam and accepted a job as an elementary school special education teacher, a job which I love beyond words. I also own and manage a cleaning business that I started eight years ago to put myself through college. For the first time in my adult life, as a divorced single mother and sober, I have a damn savings account, Christmas money, health insurance, a retirement, am able to give my beautiful daughter the love, attention, and healthy life she deserves, but most importantly, for likely the first time in my entire life, 
I am proud of myself and my life. I am content to be the person I am, alone and successful and strong. I'm learning what it is to truly love myself at the age of almost 36. Congratulations! Thank you so much for sending this in, and thank you so much for saying that getting sober and staying sober can be a lonely journey, because you're fucking right. But we have kept you company, kept you laughing, and kept you positive. I can't thank you enough, and thank you again, Kara. And congratulations! You did it! And can I also get a woof, woof for Shelly and Oliver? Shelly, ho, 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 you had me with this shout-out. Shelly says, I want to give a shout-out to my partner, soulmate, and best friend of 11 years. I can't believe we met 11 years ago. Every day with you has been filled with so much love, cuddles, long walks through the streets of South Philly, and snacks. I love sharing ice cream with you and snuggling up with you as we catch up on page seven. I feel so bad that I'm missing our anniversary to travel to Disney World without you because I know you could get down with some Mickey pretzels. Please forgive me. I love you so much, Oliver. You are the greatest pug a lady could ask for. I promise to give you belly rubs and chicken as soon as I can. And thank you, Shelly, for including the picture of Oliver. I need love his little nose and I'd like to kiss his little nose. I'll spend the anniversary with Oliver if you want. I'm a great dog, auntie. And also, Abby, thank you so much for writing in and sending love to your best friend Jordan on her 30th birthday. And double mazel. Ah, here's what Abby has to say to Jordan. We have gone through all the ups and downs in our life together. I would not want to go through any of it with anyone else. You are seriously the best person. I'm really excited to tell her I'm pregnant. I just found out last week. I'm so excited to tell her in person and have her moving back home to go experience this journey with me. I'm also so excited for her new chapter she's about to go on. 30 is a real turning point in our lives. I know she's anxious for what is to come, and I know she will make it through whatever comes her way. We will have dance parties to My Chemical Romance and other earlier 2000s emo bands to forget our real world problems. Oh, Jordan, I know moving home is difficult, but I'm so proud of you for making the choice. Dudes, I was a different person when I was 30. Life changes so fast. I hope you guys have a great time living in the same town together. Oh, I'm envious. But also, thank you so much, Donanda Maddie, for sharing the shout out love. Maddie wrote in to send a little cheer to their <laughs> annoying colleague, Ryan, and his fiance, who are going through some extreme stress bullshit right now. And I'm so sorry that you are, Ryan, but I'm so happy that Maddie, which also happy almost birthday, Maddie, brings a smile to your face. You are loved. And I know that it doesn't always change the stress and the life bullshit, but I hope that it makes you smile, Ryan. I'm sending you as much positive energy your way as I can. And with the power of positivity and being good, the universe will reward you. Well, not always in the way that we think, but sometimes in a gobsmacked way, like that with Tate. A couple of weeks ago, so Tate wrote in said, a couple of weeks ago, I had all of my inventory for my small business stolen out of my car. I can't even imagine. They said it was devastating and made me so sad and tired and over the whole entire world. But last week, 
some mystery human brought a grocery bag to another farmer's market vendor that had almost all of the jewelry that was stolen out of my car inside of it. So my shout out goes out to the goddamn universe because that big, beautiful bitch somehow brought my stolen merch back to me. And now that I've cleaned it all up and straightened the bent bits, it's back on the market and ready to bring people joy again. I know somebody out there needs to hear this. Not everything is bad. I listen to you guys when I make stuff and I can't see certain pieces without thinking of fish fucking or now breast milk ain't even mad. Thanks for all the joy you've brought to me during the Pandidi and Beyondi. And also, guys, please look up at Play Shop on Insta and Etsy to see some of the miracle jewelry. I have to check it out now. Again, that's at Play Shop, not the at symbols, A-T-P-L-A-Y-S-H-O-P. And oh my God, I love your love story, Jordan. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. Jordan says, I wanted to write in with an anniversary shout out this week for my partner, Chase. We had big crushes on each other in high school, but never dated. Then ran into each other in our hometown after college, and he swept me off my feet with a picnic and an outdoor screening of Beetlejuice, and the rest is history. Chase, I love you more than anything, and I'm in awe every day of your kindness and compassion as a person and your talent as a writer and filmmaker. You brighten my entire world, and I can't believe we went from sitting in the same high school classroom studying the Crucible to now, 11 years later, celebrating our sixth anniversary in Salem for Spooky Season. I love you, I love you, I love you, and I love you both, and thank you so much for sharing your love. And I've got another amazing love story that made me burst into tears. Thank you, Mark. But Mark, don't worry. You know, I, if you didn't make me cry, I was going to cry at something. But he was sending his sweet angel pants Cindy a love letter shout out. Mark says, I just want to send a very special anniversary shout out to my super sweet angel pants, Cindy. We met in 2005 working together at a bottle depot. I was the manager. She was a bottle sorter. We became friends. And when she started buying weed from me, flash forward two years, we're close friends. And over many drinks, I tell her I have a crush on her. Flash forward another two years and we're getting married. Two years after that and our twins were born. They are 10 years old and I don't like to brag, but one of them is transgender. And the date of that night, I confessed my feeling to my friend, which were then reciprocated and changed my life forever, was on October. October 13th, 2007. So it's the 14th anniversary of the good part of my life starting. Please tell my gorgeous angel that I hope we have another 14 years. But that's it. Oh my God, I love you, Mark. And I, oh my God. Congratulations, Mark and Cindy. I love your love. But now it's spooky, spooky birthday time. For Anita wrote in a birthday love shout out to their bestie, Brooke who turns 29 on October 18th. Anita says she is the most accepting person in the world. She goes above and beyond to show her love to all her friends and deeply cares for everyone. Also, she recently got a new job and starts in a few days, so I'm extra excited for her 29th year. Happy birthday, Brooke! And ah, don't be scared, it's another spooky birthday! And this one goes out to Bailey for Maggie and Chipper! They say they'd like to give a big spooky birthday shout out on October 14th to our best friend, Bailey. She's one of the baddest bitches around, killing it, not literally, nursing during the pandemic with Grace the whole way through. Out of her now 25 years on this planet, we have been inseparable for 15 
Jean. My fiance and I are so excited and honored to have her as one of our co-maid of honors in our wedding. Ah, oh, we love you so much and wish you all the best on your birthday. Love, Maggie and Chipper. P.S. Bailey is not allowed to bring her ectoplasm to the Halloween party ever again. I don't know what that means, but I will say, is, is it as horribly disgusting as I'm imagining in my brain? I hope that it is. And also, Ashley, thank you so, so, so much for the self-shoutout and the shout-out to teachers. Ashley writes, I'm writing in a shout-out to myself because I did a thing that was hard and scary for me, and it paid off. After busting my tail for two years as assistant director at the tutoring company I work for, my insecure, anxiety-ridden ass stepped up and advocated for myself by asking to be promoted earlier this year. Congratulations. It's so fucking hard. A few months and another exercise in self-advocacy, later, I am now the director of education at my center. Ah, congrats! It's so hard to stand up for yourself at your job! But thank you also. Ashley continued on to say, I'd also like to send a shout-out, if you could, to all the teachers in classrooms and behind screens across the country. Before my current job, I also taught in the classroom, and I know firsthand how stressful and demanding the classroom is. I know that the pandemic has increased that many times over for you all. You are all doing incredibly important work, and you deserve recognition for your abilities and your hard work. Please know that all the loud, obnoxious butt trumpets that give you a hard time, there are so many more who appreciate your investments into our kids. And those investments will pay off in the personal and academic growth of those you teach. Thank you so much for saying that, Ashley. I'm so obvious. Ugh, I'm uh, honestly so inspired by the selflessness of teaching. I wanted to be a teacher so badly, and it has always truly terrified me. And anyone that teaches in any capacity will forever have my praise and my genuine gratitude. And thank you guys also, all the gratitude out to the world for everyone that wrote in their shout outs this week. I love you guys very much. And again, hit us up. And even if it's just to say hi, I read everything over at page7podcast at gmail.com. That is seven the number. And I love you. Thank you guys so much again for writing into page7podcast at gmail.com. I just did a burpee in my mouth. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the exercise move. No, no, no. I'm talking about burping up my lunch. And thank you guys so much for joining us today on page seven. <laughs> I had a great time and I hope you guys did too. And I hope that you go and listen to OK Computer if that is... um what you need in your day. And maybe it's not what you need in your day. And um, maybe you don't want to fuck it the way I did. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> uh, check me out. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Monday, Tuesday, Friday streams. They're back, baby. Uh, which is very exciting. Uh, unless, you know, my baby has a meltdown or something. And then I'll, I'll have to cancel. But for now, Monday, Tuesday, Friday are back ready to attack, and we're feeling great about it. Also, special shout-outs to the page7podcast at gmail.com email, especially because I'm just going to throw it out there. I tend to use y'all celebrity conspiracies now almost exclusively, and the next conspiracy will be number 69. Noise, noise, So noise. I am looking for the sexiest, horniest, it might just be fish fuck conspiracies, we'll see. But either way, I'm looking for specifically a hand-picked, curated, hornball 
conspiracy theory for our next episode. I love Thank this. Thank you so much. Please. <laughs> Uh, I think I'll step in there. I'm MJ and I'm MJK. Stepping in that make that Holden yeah, just left for you, MJ. Yeah, stepping that dirty sludge that I left yeah, for my multiple different in orifices it. that came out of. Yeah. I'll swim through that. He drinks some of it. I'll give you a hundred bucks. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. My name. <laughs> and you can follow me on Instagram and check that worm. And... You can come hang out with me over on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We have fun. And then on Fridays, I have fun with Holden over on Holden's thing. And then we smile there. And you should come smile with us because it's spooky season and I'm having fun. <laughs> Wait, did MJ give the plug, give their plug? Uh, MJKLCat on Instagram. <laughs> I thought you did. I think no, I did. Was step into I the think muck I was too busy then... swimming in the sludge. I can't remember if I got it out. I was trying to keep my I head above it. Ah. I was Good trying times. to keep my head above it. <laughs> Go so find your sludge, great. everybody. We love you. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find?